Hey, you guys, what's up? So in today's episode, I talk with Tiffany Wynn, who is the host of the Cash In on Confidence podcast. And you already know I absolutely love talking about confidence, but it's a little different today because Tiffany talks about confidence from a business perspective because Tiffany is an entrepreneur. She is a six-figure business owner because she fully surrendered to God and followed God's plan that he had for her. So you guys are really going to want to listen in on this episode. I love Tiffany's journey and all the confidence um, tips that she has to share and how she's just fully surrendered over to God and has let him truly be the CEO of her life and her business. Before we get started, I just want to say how stinking amazing it is that I am not stressing out about the holidays coming, that I'm not worried that I'm going to gain weight or that I'm going to fall off this quote unquote wagon, this health and fitness wagon that, oh my gosh, that diet culture is just like, you know, you got to keep pushing through the holidays and, or, you know, we'll just start again on January. You guys know you need to have food freedom, a healthy relationship with food, all this stuff that I've worked on for years and years and trying to figure it out by myself and you know what, I finally found it after surrendering to God and just listening to what God wanted me to do with my own health and fitness journey. And that's why I'm here to help coach you guys find that food freedom and really fall in love with yourself and learn how to properly nourish and strengthen your body with food while still enjoying it and to stop listening to diet culture by labeling foods as good and bad and to feel bad about your body, you guys know you deserve love. You deserve to love your body at every phase that it is in and to focus on all the great and amazing things that your body can do instead of how much you weigh, what your pant size is, all these irrelevant things, you guys. God put me on this earth to be a hype woman and to help spread the message of God and that's why I'm here. So if you're ready to have me as your own personal hype woman, to be a fitness and nutrition mentor in your life, please, please, please reach out to me for one-on-one coaching. You can email me at thisismirandalee at gmail.com and we can definitely set something up and figure out what your goals are and, and work together from there. So yeah, let's dive into this episode. Really excited to talk to Tiffany Wynn and I hope you guys enjoy it. Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. Hello, Tiffany. Thank you so, so much for coming on my podcast. Hi, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about confidence with you because, you know, you do confidence coaching in your business as well, but we have two totally different types of confidence coaching. Yours is all about confidence in the world of business while mine, while mine is body confidence. So both are super duper important. So I can't wait to pick your brain about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, I think, really awesome because in some ways I feel like those things go hand in hand. I feel like as a woman in business, 
being confident in yourself is also really important because that will play a role in your confidence and how you show up for your business. So really they do go hand in hand, you know? Yeah, they really do. So I can't wait to, to dig deeper into that. So for those who do not know you, who are you, what do you do and what's your story? Yeah. So, um, I, my name is Tiffany Wynn. I am a mom of two little girls, um, and our family, my husband and I with our girls live in Houston, Texas. I have been in the network marketing space for about six years now, started out really rough, not much success there. Um, really on the hustle and grind kind of mentality and movement really just working, working, working really, really hard, but not seeing much results from that. Um, And then I just kind of had this kind of epiphany moment where I realized that I was kind of doing things all wrong and that I was forcing my business, forcing these results that I thought I wanted and needed and wasn't leaving any space or room for God to really take control of my life and business. So I just kind of fully surrendered and just really listened to where he wanted me to go and how he wanted me to show up. And I realized through that, that all of those things like imposter syndrome and the insecurity and the doubt, all of those things kind of just washed away. And I was like, this is what confidence is supposed to be. Like, this is how we are supposed to show up and feel confident is when we are fully surrendered. And when we are just, you know, living our lives according to what God's plan is for us, that is where that confidence comes from in our lives and businesses. So when I um, got started with my company that I'm with now, I very quickly had success. And I attribute so much of that to that confidence that I had. I stopped showing up, you know, nervous and scared and afraid and really just stepped fully into who I am. And from there have built a multiple six figure business with a team of over 3,500 women in less than two years. And it has just been a complete 180 from where I started. And that growth has just been a series of me just really listening to God's voice and taking steps one after the other, according to what his plan is for me. I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm curious to how, um, you find the balance between being confident in yourself as, as an individual and as a woman, but then also surrendering to God, because I feel like there is a fine line between both. Yes, that's such a good question. And this is something that I really struggled with initially. This is something that I was like, I, I, I kind of felt like, am I supposed to be confident in myself? Because if I am, then that means that I don't really feel like I need God. But what I realized is I'm confident because of who I know I am in God, right? And so I like to say that I'm confident because of who I am and whose I am. So I feel like I get my confidence because like I'm the daughter of a king and I, and I always say that like my dad is a king. So like I should be feel like a princess. Right. And so I should carry myself like that. And so that's kind of just where I I feel like that confidence for me comes from. It's not confidence necessarily in who I think I am. It's confidence in who I know God says I am. That is, that is so beautiful. And that's so true. I know personally with myself and my business, I've kind of been changing um, the way I've been doing um, my affirmations to kind of, instead of I am, it's, you know, God is, and God says that I am. 
and it's just such just it's just so much more powerful because like yeah god is god has this beautiful path like written out for us even in my devotional this morning he was talking about how our path might be different than what our parents had planned for us or even what we had planned for us um and what society says that should be planned for us so i just think it's it's so amazing when you finally surrender to God and his path and his plan. Um, what was your journey like surrendering? Cause I, I talk about um, surrendering to God all the time, but I feel like it's easier said than done. So what are some different actions within your business that you actually surrendered and what did that look like for you? Oh yes. So good. So um, I, it's funny because when I got started with the business, the company that I'm with now, how I kind of got into this place where I was like, I don't want to do network marketing anymore. Like this isn't for me. Um, like I, I didn't like like anymore how it was set up and how I felt like I was having like force people to want to work with me or to sell. It all just felt really icky. And so I kind of had just wrote off network marketing. And at the time I was actually applying because um, prior to having my babies, um, I was a teacher. And so um, I was applying for teaching jobs again. I was pregnant with my now one-year-old at the time. And I was like, I have to, you know, we're, we're, I'm going to have to go back to work. We're paycheck to paycheck. Like I have to, we have to make this work. And I was applying for teaching jobs. But at the same time, I also was like, God, whatever your will is. And I was just like really, really fervent in those prayers of just saying like, God, whatever your will is, like lead me to where I'm supposed to go. And so when I found the company that I'm with now is really by accident. Like I was not looking for it at all. I was literally online shopping, <laughs> not shopping for, you know, for ideas. I was actually on Pinterest looking up ideas to how to wear things. And I happened to stumble upon this website and I saw that they had this program and I was like, oh my gosh, it sounds so awesome. And so I really feel like that was me surrendering my my plans to God and just being like I'm going to do my part but God please do yours and showing me like what my next step is so I, I think a lot of times when we talk about surrendering to God we surrender but then we don't move you know like we surrender and we're just expecting God to just be like here it is but we don't take any actions upon ourselves so like I was like God I'm surrendering whatever your plan is for me. But at the same time, I was working behind the scenes too. So I was like applying for jobs. I was trying to like do what I needed to do and still just be having this just hopeful expectation that he was going to come through for me. Um, and then once I got started in the business, um, what that surrender looked look like for me is really being, here we go again with that confidence, just being confident to do things against the grain, being confident to not do things the way that society says we're supposed to do them or the way that your upline or your boss or whatever, whoever says like, it's supposed to look like this, or, you know, society says we're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to chase paychecks and we're supposed to blah, blah, blah. But for me, what that looked like was just being really confident to do things differently. When I came into my business, I was doing things differently than everybody else in my company. And that was like, uh, not necessarily fearful place, but it was like, it was a little bit uncomfortable. I'm going to be honest. It was a little bit uncomfortable to be the person who was like, yeah, I know y'all normally do things like this, but I'm going to do them like that. And just being confident enough to listen to what God was telling me I needed to do in my business and show up differently. Um, that's really what that surrender looked like for me is just 
listening to what he wanted me to do with my business and being com comfortable and confident enough to follow those steps. So I know you say that, you know, you're in um, the world of network marketing. And when I think of network marketing, I, I obviously don't think of, of God and faith. Um, so how have you brought your faith into um, a career that isn't known for, you know, for being God centered? Oh, girl, absolutely. This it's so crazy because um, I just we just had a team call. So we do this monthly team call where everybody on my team gets together and I call them a team pep rally because that's really what they are. It's really just us celebrating each other, celebrating the wins that we had. And I bring God into those those celebrations all the time. I talk about how we should be celebrating those things and how we should be giving glory to God and how we should be doing that. And it was so crazy because on this last one that we just had the other day, there was a girl who is in our company, but is not on my team. Another girl from my team happened to invite her to join, which it, that in itself is not like network marketing. Like network marketing is very like, I'm going to keep all of my secrets to only my people. Like I'm not telling anybody else what I'm doing. So the fact that even people on my team feel comfortable to let other people in that in itself just shows how differently we're doing things and how we're just really being confident going against the grain with what things are supposed to look like. Um, and so at the end of the meeting, this girl asked if she could speak and she was like in tears saying how she had never been in a meeting where God was just so freely present in the space and how we just talked about God like that and how we talked about our faith and how we like brought God into it. We, the, during the meeting, I was talking about how we should be not focused on paychecks and ranks and titles, but we should be focused on serving our purpose and walking in our purpose. And, and that's just so against the grain from what network, network marketing is. It's like, your goal should be tied to ranks. Your goal should be tied to titles and paychecks and things like that. And we just do things so differently. And I feel like when you, um, I listen to Pastor Mike Todd a lot. And he says how if you chase your purpose, the paychecks will follow. Like the, the paper is going to follow if you chase your purpose. And I so agree with that. And that's just something that I talk about a lot with my team. And I just, and before, if you would have asked me two or three years ago, I maybe would have like, I silently would have been praying for my team. I silently would have been doing those things, but I wouldn't have been confident enough to actually do that out loud with my team. But now at the end of every meeting that we have, we pray as a team, we pray over our businesses, we pray over each other, we come together and we worship, we have a, we have what we call squad, um, squad pods, where we have, you know, smaller groups of women who are on these different, like basically committees, and we have one that is for prayer. And, you know, these women get together and pray and we have Bible studies together and all those kinds of things. And it's, it's awesome, because so many of these women come into business, you know, some of them may be having a relationship with God, but a lot of them maybe have been strayed for a while, but through this, through this business, it kind of has become like, like a, a little bit of a ministry in the sense of it, while we're doing this business, like some of these women relationships with God have grown. And it's so awesome to see that you can have the business and do it God's way at the same time. That's amazing. And I think it just takes so much confidence to, you know, bring God into your business. Because like you said, like, people aren't bringing God into network marketing, they aren't making it centered around their faith. Um, and, and just really surrendering to God. So I think, like, that takes the most confidence in and of itself, because I'm sure it is uncomfortable. But 
yeah, like it, it brings you guys closer as a business. And one of my, one of the favorite things that I've learned, um, you know, with reading um, books like God is my CEO and stuff, such a good book. But one of the things I really liked about that is like, you don't need to always be straight up talking about God in your business to have God in your business. I mean, yeah, you should, you know, be talking about God, but like just the way you conduct yourself, like you said, like your, your point is to serve others. Um, and then, like you said, you follow your, your purpose and then the paycheck will follow. Like, that's amazing. And, um, you know, just being, um, just doing things right. And, um, you know, not giving into the societal pressures of how you should run your business and, you know, putting the business before, you know, the people you're trying to serve. Like you don't, I think a lot of people think that they have to just straight up talk about God to bring God into their business. And it goes so much further beyond that. So I love hearing your journey with, you know, your, your network marketing group and how you guys even pray at the end. Like, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And, and it's cool because like, I have become more vocal about my faith. Like it used to be something, like I said, where I would be like quietly doing it, which is awesome. You know, it's, that's great too. And there's one of my favorite songs talks about how, like, if God, if people can't see my Jesus, then like, what's the use. And I kind of think of it that way. Like you can just like, we should be the image of God, like on earth. So like, if people can see that we have Jesus in us, like that's awesome. You know, so whether you are actually vocally sharing about God, or if people can just see it in you and by the way you carry yourself and by the way you conduct yourself, which I feel like that goes back to that confidence piece, you know, like if people see the way you're carrying yourself with that, just like God level confidence and just being like showing up with authority and audacity to do big things where a lot of people would be like, how does she have that level of faith? How does she have that level of belief? You know? And it's like, they will see that it comes from God without you even having to necessarily say it a lot of the time. I love that. And I think that would probably be like the biggest compliment ever is if someone like knew I was a Christian without me even talking about God, like just the oh, way for that, sure. I, that we could like conducted ourselves. I think that would be like, that's just an amazing, um, just an amazing life to live to, for people to know. And I feel like in the business world, I'm sure that it's, it's hard, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, I mean, your confidence is just where it's how it makes it so much easier because yeah, you definitely couldn't be, be preaching about God and implementing God into your business. If you weren't, if you weren't confident. For sure. Yeah. And that's what I talk about a lot, like with my team and stuff. And we talk a lot about like imposter syndrome and these limiting beliefs that they have about like who they are and like what they're capable of doing and all of those kinds of things. And I always just remind them that like, you don't have to compare yourself to anyone else. Like God made each one of us, you, these unique people, and he has unique gifts and talents for each and every one of us. And we never have to look to our left or to our right to see what someone else is doing. Like as long as we are focused on serving our unique purpose and using our unique gifts and talents to bring glory to him, then like, that's our only job. And you don't need to be doing things the way that someone else is doing them. Like, I, I know a lot of them will compare themselves to the top leaders or to the top sellers in the company and things like that. And 
they're like, man, she look at how big her team is or look at how much she's able to sell. Like I could never do things like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're never going to be able to do it the way that she does it because she's doing it using the gifts and talents that she was given. Right. So like if Tiffany Wynn is great at doing X, Y, and Z, but those aren't gifts that God has given you. Like I, I really just focus on using the things that I know are gifts for me and talents for me. I use those and bring those into my business. And that is what gives me confidence. Yes. You're going to feel insecure and you're going to feel like, like doubtful about yourself when you're trying to do things the way that someone else is doing them. If that's not who you're supposed to be. And I always say that like, God can't use who you pretend to be. God gave you those gifts and talents because he wants you to fulfill things in a specific way. And when you're trying to be someone else and you're trying to do things the way that someone else is doing them, then yeah, you're going to have trouble feeling confident doing those things because those are things you're not supposed to be focusing on doing anyways, which is just a really novel concept, especially for network marketing, because it's very much so like, follow these steps. Everyone can make it if we just do these exact things. When really, that's not true because we all have something very unique and special about us that we should be capitalizing on. Yeah, I, I love that you talk about, you know, the God-given gifts that we have because we all have different gifts. And I feel like that's something that makes you super confident in your business is you know what your gifts are from God. And um, and I feel like confidence is one of those gifts where, like you said, you have these women who come into your group who it's like, they they kind of have a, relation, a relationship with God or it's kind of struggling. And like, literally all they needed was someone to just be open and confident about their own relationship with God to bring other people closer to God. And yeah, that's not the way that other network marketers are doing it. And that's okay. But because you're so confident in yourself and the gifts that God has given you, you know, you're, you're making a difference different than how other people are making a difference. 100%. Yeah. That's, it's so true because, um, I really think that where the lack of confidence for most people, where it comes from is really the comparison you. And I always ask people like, is it that you're not confident in yourself or is it that you're not confident in yourself in comparison to someone else? Because most of the time, like if you were to strip everyone else or from around you and you were really just to look at yourself, like you would probably be like, man, like I feel really good about who I am and who myself and what I look like and, you know, the things that I do and the things that I have. But then you put that next to someone else and you're like, oh, she's better at this than me or she has more of this than me. And then that's when you start to feel that lack of confidence. And so most of the time it's really just stop to the taking the time to really stop looking at what everyone else is doing, what everyone else has, or what everyone says you're supposed to want or need or do or be really just looking at yourself and finding that confidence in who you are. That's where that real confidence comes from. And that's really what I've done to really build belief and confidence in myself is really just, I had to stop comparing myself to what I thought I was supposed to be or who I thought I needed to be in order to you know, have the success or, you know, do the things that I want it to do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's such a thief of joy to really compare yourself to others because God made us so unique and one of a kind, and there's no one else just like us. And I feel like that it kind of goes into literally every aspect of our life. Like for me, like in the fitness world, we have you know, fitness and nutrition and, you know, diet culture telling us, okay, you have to do this diet. You have to do this type of workout. And it's like, 
no, like if we all did the same thing, first of all, if there was only one thing that worked, we would all be doing that. You know, same in the business world. If there was only one way to do it, we would all do it, but there's not, there's multiple ways and there's unique ways. Um, and I think we just need to stop looking around us and just look to God because he has a unique way for us. And we just need to be confident in the creation we are, because like you said, we're made in God's image and be confident in our God, because he has a path that's so much greater than other people's and well, not other people's, but what we think other people have and um, the path that we think we're supposed to have. So yeah, I, I love everything you're saying and it's, and it's so true. So moving on to the topic um, of, of hard work, I know we talked about you know, society really says that we're just supposed to work hard. And I think especially now people think that, you know, they're supposed to work um, like 60 hours a week to be successful and you have to work a lot harder and longer. And um, let, can you debunk that for us? Because it's not true. Oh, yes. This is like, this is my jam. Um, I, I think, I mean, there's hundreds of just different little topics and sayings that, even go into this thought of hard work is the way, you know, like the early bird gets the worm and like, you know, like all of these things that we've been basically like conditioned by society to believe about what it's supposed to look like to get yourself to be successful, to work your way to success. They all go back to having like this very much of a work harder, like hustle, grind. And if you just work hard enough, you can get it. And that's very much the the, the mindset in network marketing is if you just work harder, you will have the success. And I kind of feel like, you know, probably in the fitness world and in health and fitness, it's probably the same thing. Like if you just work really hard, like you can have the results that you want. When, if that was the case, I know that there would be a lot of people with a lot of success because I know for me, I was working really hard in my business. And I've been the person who is also like the yo-yo dieter working really hard, doing certain kinds of diets and eating certain kinds of way to try to get those results and still not seeing the results because I was so caught up in the hard work that I wasn't really doing myself any favors. I was actually just drowning myself and I was getting burnt out. And that's where that kind of where that yo-yo dieting came from for me was I would go in so hard on one thing that I would burn out because I was so like hyper-focused and so like caught up and working, working, working so hard. And that thing I'm talking, like working out like two and three times a day, thinking like, if I just do that, that's going to be the way. And, you know, like going on these like extreme diets, thinking that like the hard work is what's going to get me there and get the results when really that is not ever the case. And all that does is really almost, I think, have the opposite effect. Um, and I've gotten so much further. And I, I like to say that we need to cancel the hustle and grind culture and start having a grit and grace mindset. And what I mean by that is if you just apply effort, I think that hard work implies that you are forcing that you are like pushing and forcing your way there when really we can get there just by applying a um, aligned effort. And what I mean by that is just taking those steps that we're supposed to take. So maybe my body is not going to respond to a keto diet well, like, right. But if I look at myself and I really just analyze, okay, like where am I trying to go and what is the best way for me to get there? Oh, maybe I don't need to eliminate all 
carbs and sugars or whatever. Maybe I just need to like moderately eliminate some of those things or moderately pull back some of those things, but I can still have the results if I'm consistent and I have the grit. And then the grace part comes in where we allow God to fill in the gaps. When we are forcing things, it keeps God it, it basically, you're telling God like, Hey, I don't need your help. I got this on my own is the way I like to think of it. And I really think that that is where that hard work comes from. Like if you are trying to force things, you're not leaving any room or space for God to fill in your gaps. And when we are really just focused on doing the actions that we can do, when we are for, focused on just putting in the effort, having grit to like, keep going, even when you know, it, it's, it's harder, it's uncomfortable, things like that, but we just have grit, but we're not forcing it. We're just taking that aligned action. And then we allow that grace to come in where God is going to fill in the gaps. It, you're going to get there so much easier, so much faster. It's going to be so much more simple and it's going to feel good. There's been so many times where I, I hard worked myself to results and I get there and I feel empty. But when you have that grit and grace and you get to where you want to be, there's so much more fulfillment in that. Yeah, that, that's so true. And I, I think it's because people are so focused on the destination instead of the journey. It's like, well, the journey is what's taking such a long time. And a lot of times you think, oh, once you get to the destination and you're good and you can stop and no, you can, it's all, it's all about the journey. So, you know, I love how you even compared it to your own fitness and nutrition journey, because I even remember, um, back when I was, you know, working out like four hours a day and doing all this stuff and not seeing the results that, um, that I thought I was going to get. And then I remember like a year later, I like lost all this weight and people said, how did, how did you lose all the weight? I said, I stopped trying to lose weight. <laughs> Like I stopped so crazy. Same thing. I mean, I mean, I've been that way. I mean, I, I just had my daughter a little bit over a year ago. And so I've naturally been trying to, you know, work off the baby weight and things like that. And when I get hyper-focused on something like that, and I think that the hard work is what's going to get there, get me there. And I'm doing all the crazy things. And like that force, it's almost like you're pushing against a brick wall and you are trying to force it. Like that brick wall is not going to go anywhere. Like if you're pushing and forcing that, but if you just take a step back and you look around and you're like, Oh, I can go over the brick wall or around it or under it or whatever. And you stop just forcing things and you give yourself a chance to just step back and find the best routes. I think whenever we're working hard, we're like basically just charging forward and just pushing and forcing. But when you give yourself the grace to step back and look at, okay, what is my best route? to get to where I'm trying to go. Then you start to see different, different ways to get there. You're like, Oh, I didn't even notice there was a hole in this brick wall over there. Meanwhile, I'm forcing it this way. And I'm trying so hard to get through this brick wall that I didn't even notice there was a hole right there that I could crawl through and get there so much easier. Oh, I didn't even notice that the brick wall only stops, you know, right above my head. I could just reach up and hop over it. Right. Like you start to see these other ways to get there when you pull yourself back and give yourself a chance to really look at the view. Um, and I think so many times we try to force things. And also I feel like sometimes God, like when we're forcing things, sometimes it's God telling us like, Hey, I don't want you to go that way. Like, I don't want you to, that's not the way you're supposed to go. And I know I 
in the past been the worst about forcing my way into things and really just not even listening to God's voice telling me like, Hey, don't go there. There's been so many times where I've just wanted something so bad for myself that I kind of ignore that voice and just charge forward and try to force and push my way through. And when we do that, we're really doing ourselves a disservice rather than just slowing down for a minute. Like we live in this, this culture and this, this society where everything has to be so fast. Like we want everything to happen so fast that we don't give ourselves a chance to really just pull back and take a look at like how we can get there so much easier. Yeah, it's funny because when you were saying how we're probably forcing our way through um, in a direction that God doesn't want us to go in, I imagine, um, like, you know, like when you have like a little kid and like they're trying to run at you and you put your arm out on their head and they're just running and running and then they're like going nowhere. Imagine like God's the adult just putting his hand out and we're the kid who's like in the same place running and running and God's just like rolling his eyes like, I told you not to go this way. (laughs) Yes, that has been me so many times in my life and just different things where I'm just like, no, this is how I want to go. Like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And God is like, no, no daughter, like, hold on. Like, I got something better for you and I have something different for you, but we just force our way. We're like, no, like, I got to go. I got to go do this. I got to get it right now. And it's just like, girl, just slow down for a minute. Like, take a breath, (laughs) calm down. And I think a lot of that just comes from society giving us this, these, all of the, I feel like there's all these deadlines and timelines that we feel like like there's these timelines that when we're supposed to have a family and when we're supposed to get married or when we're supposed to be successful, it's like, I got to, I mean, I'm 32 now. And when I was at this place, right before I found my company, I was 30 and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 30. And I still don't know, like what I'm doing with my life. I'm about to go back to being a teacher. And I know that's what I don't really want to do. And all these things. And I started having all of these like negative thoughts about myself until I was like, is this really my belief? Or is this what society has told me I'm supposed to believe? Because there's really like, God doesn't have timelines for us. Like he's like, he could give us a totally different timeline than he gives someone else. And, and that's okay. And we just have to be comfortable and confident in his timelines for us. I love that because I feel like it's so easy to compare like where you are versus where someone else is. Like I have some friends who like, they're in a completely different place than I am and vice versa. And it's so easy to compare yourself to them. And it's just, I mean, probably now you, like you said, you're 32 where you are now, I'm assuming you're super happy and proud and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, two years ago, you just felt like, am I where I'm supposed to be? And like, I struggle with that too. Like I'm 25 and, um, you know, I've recently, because, you know, I, I always say how I did everything right. Like how society said, like I went to college, I got my master's degree and I did all this stuff. And, but I feel like God has a bigger calling than just going and being like a CEO for a company or an officer in the Navy, which is what I always assumed. And other people assumed that I would do. And yeah, right now it's hard to, to be in a different in a different place than I thought I would be, but I know that God's plans, um, is so much greater than my own plans for myself. And it just brings it all the way back around to confidence in who we are because of God and just confidence in God in general. For sure. Yeah. And, and it's like, we can have 
you know, they have that saying that's like, you know, you can make all the plans that you want and like God will laugh at them. I think that that's so true. Like I never would have imagined that this was going to be what I would be doing. Like, I thought I was going to be like, there's, I've changed my mind on what I thought I was going to be like a million times since I graduated college 10 years ago, you know? So there's just like all of these different things and we can have all of these ideas in our head, but until we like just really surrender and let God have his way so much, like, I just think about how much time that I've wasted trying to force my own plans for myself. When, if I would have just like, taking a step back and just really started talking to God and asking him what he wanted me to do. I probably would have saved myself a whole lot of time, stress, money. <laughs> if I would have just been the person to be like, okay, like, let me just actually listen for a minute. Like I talk, talk, talk so much. Let me just listen for a minute. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Cause I feel like we're all guilty of that. Like even in the diet world and the fitness and nutrition world, like we want a fast answer. So we do so many like quote unquote quick fixes over and over and over again, where at the end of it, it's like, it would have been faster just to take the longer route instead of trying to do all oh these. My quick gosh, routes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I've been that person too. I'm like, Oh, give me the pill. Give me the shake. Give me the, whatever that's going to get me there fastest. You say I can lose this much in this amount of time. Like, okay, let's do it. And then when it doesn't happen, I'm like, okay, I probably could have, you know, been healthier, lost more, had the results I wanted sooner. If I just would have, you know, done it the, the right way the first time, instead of trying to have all these quick fixes or doing things the way I think that they're supposed to go. Yeah, exactly. And, and like I said earlier, you know, everyone's so focused on the destination instead of the journey. What I don't think people realize is however you go about the journey, that's how you have to, that's how you have to stay, you know, whether it's in business or fitness and nutrition, you know, if, if your goal is to make, you know, six figures and you're working like, I don't know, 12 hours a day, and then you hit six figures, you're probably gonna have to keep working 12 hours yeah. a day. That's you know? so true. Oh, that's so true. That's so good. And it, you know, that's with like health and fitness and diet culture, like, yeah, you can work out for four hours a day or work out three times a day to get there. But yeah. are you going to keep those results? If you don't keep working out, like you get there and then you stop working out, you're going to go right back to where you started. If you don't keep that up, you know, and that's, that's really how, when I started in business, you know, I had my daughter, my oldest daughter in, um, I was noticing that like I was using her as my reason that when you you get into this health and fitness, I mean, this business network marketing industry, you're supposed to have a why, you know, they're like, find your why. And most of the time for moms, it's like, oh, it's for my kids. You know, like I want to have a better life for my kids. But then we end up working over our kids and we use that as an excuse for why we're hustling and grinding. And there were so many nights where I would, my, my daughter would be like in my office wanting to like have my attention. And I'm like, I can't, I have this to do. I have to do this. I need to send these messages. I need to do this call. I need to blah, blah, blah. And I started finding out, I started realizing like, wow, like I was saying that I was doing this for her, but at the same time I was ignoring her in order to try to give her this better life. And I'm like, is that really what the way that it's supposed to be? Like, no, like if I want to give her this better life, she should be the, the priority from day one. Oh my gosh. I, I absolutely love that. That is so true. It's like saying that, you know, your daughter is your why, but then you're not even, um, you know, making that extra time with her. I mean, you can even, 
um, bring that back to fitness and nutrition. Like I, like people say, oh, I want to, um, I want to lose all this weight for, you know, a cruise and then they lose all this weight and then they go on their cruise and then they're scared to even eat anything. And then they're not enjoying the cruise and the whole part of the cruise, they're like, just so focused on like what they're eating, how much exercise. I mean, I can relate. I remember one time I went on a cruise and I was barely eating anything. I was working out all the time. And it's like, you're why you're, it's not, you're not even serving that why. So you know, I, I think we just need to remember if that's, if we have this why we need to serve it along the way, not just have a destination to serve it. Cause then it's, it's just not worth it. Yep. That's so good. That's so true. And I, that just applies to every area of our lives when we really stop and look at, you know, th- this journey of life that we're on. I mean, life is a journey. And I talk about that a lot too, that when we set these goals, we like hustle, hustle, hustle for this goal thinking that, okay, just when I hit this, when I get that, when I lose 10 pounds, when I, you know, earn, you know, $5,000 a month or whatever it is. And then we get there and we think that's like the final destination. We think that's like the end and that's the end all be all. But really once you get there, then you are like, okay, now what's next? Instead of being like, okay, like I want to have this kind of life. I want this kind of, you know, business or whatever it is. Like if you're working to lose the 10 pounds, thinking about like, okay, why do you want to lose those 10 pounds? Like, what is that going to mean for you? Is it going to mean that you like can play with your kids more? Okay, great. So then that then becomes the reason that you're losing the 10 pounds. It's not about the 10 pounds. It's about like what you're going to get from the 10 pounds. And I talk about that a lot, like with business, it's not about the $5,000 that you want. It's why you're, what you're going to do with that $5,000. Like, is it because you want to be able to pay off debt? Is it because you want to be able to save for, you know, your kid's college fund or for a house or whatever it is. So really just focus on like, that, that other thing, rather than like what the, the 10 pounds or the $5,000 or the, this title, like, why do you want to hit that rank? Is it because of the title? Or is it because you know, that that means that you're going to have like more ability to help more people or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. I think we definitely need to like take a step back and do some reality checks every once in a while, because I even happened to me the other day, like one of the reasons why, like I love doing one-on-one coaching and um, podcasting and having this own my own business is because I enjoy the freedom. I want one day when I have kids to be able to, you know, spend time with them. My husband, because he's in the Navy, his schedule is insane. And I noticed when I worked a nine to five, it was just really hard. I wasn't able to see him that much. And um, the other day, um, it was it was like last week, it was a Tuesday and my husband had the day off because he worked all weekend. And then I remember we went out to eat for lunch on a Tuesday. And for a moment, I felt guilty that I wasn't at home working. And then I was like, wait a second, like, this is what I'm working for. Like, I want to be able to take time off on a Tuesday afternoon to spend time with my husband. You know, like this was the whole point I was doing it. And I feel like the old mindset, the old me would have been like, no, it's, it's Tuesday. I have to go home and I have to work. And it's like, no, this is what I'm working for. And I'm, I'm able to do it now and that's okay. So yeah. Oh, like girl, yes. That would have to be like a whole other podcast episode. Cause I could go so deep into that. Yeah. 
so much truth. Yeah. We work so hard for these things and thinking that like, okay. And, and we almost make our, our end goal an excuse, you know, for the reason why we're doing things when really, I mean, I've been there too, where I would, you know, like I said, I would be like, oh, my daughter is the reason, but then I would feel guilty, you know, when I wasn't working or, you know, same yeah. thing with my husband. There's been so many times where my husband would be like, can you put the phone down? And I'm just like, no, I'm working. Like I'm, I'm working so that we can have like a new house. I'm working so that we can blah, blah, blah. And really I'm like, no, I'm working so that my family can have freedom. I'm working so that we can spend more time together. And I don't have to have a full-time job where I have to be gone all day. Like, this is what I'm really working for. I think sometimes, like you said, we just need to take a reality check and really prioritize, you know, things in a better way and really figure out, okay, what is a real reason why I'm doing these things? Yeah. I think a lot of the time we think we have to earn these things when we actually have to be practicing these things. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. We think we have to earn being confident when really like we have to practice being confident. We think we have to earn time off when it's like, really, we have to practice taking that time off. Um, so yeah. And like, even like earning love, like, no, we're not supposed to earn love. We're not supposed to like diet culture. It's like, I have to earn this cake. Like I would do that to myself so many times. I'd be like, oh, I can't have that cake until I've worked out for an hour. And so I would like force myself to go work out or I force myself, I'd be like, okay, I can only eat this much in order to be able to have like a piece of cake on the weekend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would just like train myself to have all of these just like really toxic and negative beliefs and thoughts about myself and about, you know, these different things and feeling like I had to earn all of these different things that I thought I wanted or thought I needed. And it's just, it's so backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, we always think we have, we have to earn these things. And I feel like this takes the happiness and the joy out of those things. And it's like, well, then because then, like you said, then it's just a cycle where you feel guilty. So like you get the cake and then you're like, Oh, now I feel guilty for eating the cake. I shouldn't have done that. And it's just like, no girl, are you like, okay, I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to go get a massage or I'm going to just take a nap. And then like, you can't even take the nap because you feel so guilty that you're taking the nap and you're like, just laying there looking at the ceiling. It's like, oh no, we have it so backwards. I know. And I always say it's, you know, what are people going to say about us at our funeral? They're not going to say, I'm so glad she didn't eat that piece of cake, or I'm so glad (laughs) she finally lost those 10 pounds. Like no one's going to say that, you know, our kids are going to be like, I'm so happy that my mom was present you know, our husband is going to say, yeah, that's so good. Um, I mean, I, one of the very first times I ever went to therapy, um, it was right after, you know, I had my daughter when I was, I started having all of these, like just negative thoughts about myself as a mom, just like feeling really down about myself and feeling like I wasn't a good mom and things like that, because I wasn't, um, you know, just doing things the way I thought they were supposed to be done. And I remember my therapist was like, what do you want your daughter to say about you? when she gets older? Like, what do you want her to remember about her mom? And I was like, that I'm, you know, caring, that I loved her so much that I, you know, was there for her all the time. She was like, well, I didn't hear you say anything about how hard you worked or how much money you made or anything like that. And I'm just like, dang, that was just like a huge punch in the gut whenever she said that, because I was like, wow. She was like, yeah. So those are the things that you need to make the priority, not the, how much you work, not how much you made, because those aren't the things that she's going to remember about you anyways. Those aren't the things that she really cares about. I love that. So, so true. And, um, you know, I feel like whenever we do hear the stories, even like 
with people our age so yeah like my mom and my dad you know works three jobs for us and it's like you're appreciative but it's yeah it's not the same you know it's not it's, the same yeah it's like it, it really feel I mean money is cool and it's great and you can do great things with money and it allows for choices and freedoms and things like that it's awesome but at the end of the day, really like that time and that presence and those relationships are what are going to really make the most impact. Like there are so many people who I know, like, I mean, you can, uh, they say like, you can fill a house with love and like people will in that house will not even notice that they are going without. And that's just so true. It really is. I love that. I've loved everything that you've talked about. It, it's so true. And I really hope that it, um, it, opens the eyes and the hearts of, you know, our listeners so that they can really take a step back and see um, what they are prioritizing in their life. So I don't know if you can hear my dogs are wrestling so hard right now. <laughs> um, where can my listeners reach out to connect with you and find you and listen to your podcast? Yeah. So my podcast is called Cash It on Confidence. Um, you can find me on all the podcast places. You can connect with me on Instagram at the Tiffany Win or at the, the Confidence Collective. And I have a Facebook group you can find at TiffanyWinVIP.com. Awesome. I love that. I will link that all in the show notes so people can find you. Thank you again so much for coming on. And yeah, I hope everyone goes and listens to your, to your podcast, because I think we all need to build a little more confidence in every area of our lives. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Wow. That was great. Um, I absolutely love talking to Tiffany. I'm sure you guys love listening to her. She just, oh man, she's just so inspirational and motivating. And I just absolutely loved listening to her own personal journey and how things didn't really start taking off until, you know, after she turned 30. And that's just so great and inspiring considering I know a lot of us feel pressure um, in different areas of our life, whether it be our career, um, you know, relationship, family. We think that there's this timeline that we have to, that we have to go on and it's not true. God has his own timing for us. And that is what we need to trust in, not in what society is telling us our timing should be. So yeah, I just loved listening to that. I want to end this episode in a word of prayer because I was just really feeling the presence of God. I absolutely love talking about God with other amazing women. So yeah, let's do that. If you guys are not driving, bow your head and close your eyes. Otherwise, you know, just pray along with me. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for bringing these amazing women onto my show where they can talk about their relationship with you and how you've truly helped them grow in all the aspects of their lives. Please be with everyone who's listening to help them surrender um, and wherever they are struggling and to really surrender to you and trust your timing and trust your plan that you have for them because your plan and your timing is so much greater than our own plan and timing, Lord. And we just... Thank you for blessing us with this life where we get to wake up every morning and let us truly just be grateful for you and live for you, Lord, and let us have you be the CEO of our businesses, our lives, our relationships, our everything, Lord. In your heavenly name, I pray. Amen. Amen.